traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Bordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. Pretend the theme song just played. <laughs> because because we can't do that because it's all fucked up. I'm talking way too loud for this mic. I gotta like back away from it. And it gets echoey. I can't win. It doesn't matter. You sound the same to me. Trust me, you'll sound a lot better than what you think you do from your side. Trust me. Wasn't that a great theme song, Frank? I love it. It's it's always like Oh, left to right and and such and such. Oh yeah, I, I normally hit the intro at a certain point during that, don't I? And then LIW Studios. Oh, god damn it! It's coming from my pot. It. <laughs> It, this is for some reason it's not playing swimming. through my Alexa right now. That that just came from from my uh, yeah that 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 was my from the speaker of my uh, iPad. This is going well so far. This is going <laughs> well. This is a, a, a stunning success. So so sorry for for you know the, uh, you know the the hiatus you know vacation we took. Basically. <laughs> uh, Phoenix's mixer took a took a shit. <laughs> it's funny because I I meant to record an episode where I was gonna like explain what was going on of just, and just throw it on all the different podcast feeds and I just never got around to it. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we could do that and throw it up there. But well, here you go. If you listen to that, yeah. So uh, I I FedExed them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> USB mic that that I that I started podcasting on where I sounded somewhat decent, but uh, you know uh, I'm eventually switching over to XLR mic, so I'm gonna shoot over a better USB in a week or so here. Anyway, so, um, so that's that's why we sound different, and that's why the theme song is gonna come at the beginning of the episode instead of. Catching Frank off guard because I can't do that right now. So it's kind of a <laughs> which, but by the way, my vibe. <laughs> you're gonna have to send me over that 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 feed so I can splice it in. Um, I I'm just gonna have you send me whatever you record and I'll, I'll do it. Why the hell is this not playing through my Alexa? I am connected to her. Damn it! Yeah, don't know. The fuck, man. Ugh. Uh, are we are we still doing this? What are we doing? We oh wait, I think I just had it. Oh yeah, damn it! Podcast. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, uh, welcome to the LAW Twice Interview. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank uh, uh, Clementine Links. We squeeze. <laughs> still trying to get that shit going. Uh, today we watched, or and by today I mean a couple weeks ago we watched. Uh, episode three twelve of the Twilight Zone, Dead Man's Shoes, and then we also watched The Hunt. Two action packed episodes that when I went through the notes, I wasn't confused. Like sometimes when we take a break or something, I, and and I watch the episode, and then I take a week off. 
I am so lost by my notes, but there's so nothing happening in these two episodes that I had, I had the, nothing to go over and no questions. I was like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Damn it. It, yeah, <clears throat> this episode is pretty much as simple as it can possibly get. <laughs> I like, I like this episode, but there's not much to it. No, I mean, Beaumont's name was attached to it, but he didn't really write it. It was ghost written by O.C. Rich. So it was written by like two different people other than Rod. That's how much this episode really meant. <laughs> yeah, it, it's I wouldn't say it was a great episode. I'd just be like, yep, that was an episode. It didn't it didn't bother me. No, <laughs> no. It's like, well, it, that happened. It had some cool music in it. Um, I would disagree on that. But boom, 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 boom. one of my notes is where is it? The noodling music is annoying. <laughs> I like it. Literally one of my notes. Uh, I don't know. Let me, let me see what this one is. Wow. Right, that's what this one is. This is a shit show. Yeah, I know. I don't understand, ladies. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. You've got a shoes and no one else wears shoes like dames. Oh, the shoes. Uh, well, I found the shoes. You mean you stole them? Yeah, that's right, lady. I, I st- stole them. Where? I, I don't understand. At the club? The what? Well, what was he doing there? I don't know, lady. Well, honest. what do you know, mister? She cuts him off a lot. She's like I don't you. Know nothing, lady. I. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, I ought to kill you busting in here like you own the place. Sorry, Phoenix. Please, don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Put on the shoes and get out of here. Yeah. Yes, lady, I'll go. There it is. Yeah. Am I watching Birdman? He put the shoes on, dude. I love this. This so noodling. I thought I told you to mix me a drink. Like to break your arm. A fucking oboe. No. <laughs> every, oh, you get, every you time get one last note there. Every, yeah, I know. I had to. Yeah, every every time this asshole puts the shoes on, he becomes this guy named Dean, and uh, he just walks. Dane. Dane. Yeah, that's it. He just walks into this chick's house. He's and I guess his signature drink is some vodka with a sugar cube or some shit. Tequila with a sugar tube. Oh sugar, god, sugar cube, not tube. What's a sugar tube? I don't know, but so a sugar mean, tube delivers a sugar cube. But it's just like it's like like this isn't bad enough. Ugh. Yeah, so we're skipping halfway through the episode. Apparently, uh, let's let's backtrack. Sorry, no, that's all right. Uh, Part of uh, do I do I start at the beginning or do I start with what she said in that in that sentence? I'll, I'll say oh, that. I'm because... sorry, I didn't mean to play it because honestly, I, it was, it's been like two and a half or three weeks since I've done this since I recorded <laughs> these, and I literally have like in between the intro and the outro like four recordings throughout this entire episode because I didn't know what to record. I'm sorry. like, it, it, there's there's nothing <clears throat> going on except for some really. Dope ass music every time he becomes Dane. No, no, I, I like the drums. The drums are fine. It's like it's the oboe, whatever the hell that is, and it's uh, it's like me walking down the road. <laughs> Remember the Family Guy? 
Stop it. I'm a thyroid problem. I'm a glandular problem. We bring that up a lot. I know. It's like the only family guy reference we ever do. We could do a million of them, but that's just one of the funniest ones. Yeah. So this episode starts off like an episode of Dragnet. It's got that music going. It's really kicking in. And I love you Dragnet. See some, you see some uh, mobsters dump a body into a sidewalk, and they, they tear off. And then we see, like, the most bummy bum ever. He's got, like, fake beard lines, and he's drinking cough syrup, it seems like. I, it looked like a bottle of A1 to me. <laughs> yeah. But he's, like, sleeping on, like, a, a fire escape. Because that's weird. where I would sleep is, you know, above ground, wherever I could, I suppose. Yeah, you don't want to get stabbed by the homeless guys because it's clearly a dangerous neighborhood. They're dumping bodies there. You don't you don't live in a great neighborhood if they dump bodies in your neighborhood. It's like where are we going to dump this body? Where's the shittiest part of the city we could find? You know? Where where can we dump it where nobody will notice? That's not a good thing. Because within where where within ten feet, no matter where you go, you're within you know ten feet of a bum. <laughs> yeah, you either if they're dumping bodies in your neighborhood, you either live in Hobo Alley or the woods. It's not a good, not a good sign for you. But he's nope. got like fake beard line. It's definitely nuts. It's like they shoe polished a beard onto him. Well, yeah, they did. They had to wipe it off when he became Dane. Yeah, he he could have had a beard, and then we see him shave. That's your chance to get rid of the actual beard the actor grew. Dude, okay, that's a great scene. Think about it. Him just shaving. Yeah. I like how his his razor makes a, a snare drum noise or a, the cymbal noise, and but instead it goes <laughs> like a, a gas powered. That's <laughs> um, loud. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's get into it. Uh, he takes the dead guy's shoes. He takes the dead man's shoes. Do we have our, our our title here? And then. He starts walking around, and I wrote 4.5 minute into this opening, and he's only taken shoes. That is the one plot point. Yeah, um, that's it. He took the guy's shoes, and now he's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And all the other bums gather around him like it's fucking Christmas morning. They're like, whoa, look at those shoes. And you get, like, the fanciest gay bum ever. He's like, those shoes are – he has a British accent. And I was like, oh, what is going on with this guy? It's so bizarre. Why is that guy homeless? He seems like he's – is he going undercover? I don't understand. Well, and, and it's just like he wherever he goes, he's still wearing his bum clothes. Just he's got the shoes on. Yeah, and you just can't wait for him to get out because those things are fucking raggedy, dirty, and ugh. Yeah, and I guess you know that's eventually that's where he goes, right? I think that's the first clip I play is he goes to his home where his, his dame is – Dane, Dane's Dame, <laughs> or yeah, he, or yeah, AKA me. <laughs> when, yeah, when he puts on the shoes, he becomes Dane, the guy, the dead guy. So he transforms from a bum into this fancy mobster guy, and then eight point five minutes into the episode, and he's only walked home. That's, That's a, my next note. Well, where are you going to go when when you realize you're dead and now you're in a bum? I get that he's going there, but eight. And a half minutes into a twenty-one minute episode, that's all he's done is walk home. 
And then he goes, you know, uh, I just, yeah, I, I, have the, I have the Cuba sugar thing here, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's right after. Oh, this is when he, he gets there and he tells his wife, Dane's wife, rather, he's holding a bottle of booze because he walks in and just grabs one and he's holding a bottle of booze and he goes, make me a drink, fix me a drink. And I was like, you're drinking already, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just like, well, that's what he had to do to establish who he was. It was like face off, but. But Twilight, it was Twilight's own face-off. <laughs> it, it was like, it was the equivalent of the Nick Cage, you know, hand across the face. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an egg that hit your forehead. But with my fingers, you know. It, I'd say it's more Travolta's thing in face-off. Whatever. I see Cage <laughs> do it. <laughs> you know, I couldn't keep track of who he was at the time. Whatever. Well, what'll it be? Hey. What do I always have? I don't know what you always have, mister. I really don't. Try to cube. With the cube of sugar. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's we me. We both did it. That's we me. We both did it. That's, <laughs> that's funny. I did that three weeks ago. And you... <laughs> That that's how they. That's how they say it, though. That's how it's like. That's how you feel like. That's what they're going for. That's why I said it. Yeah. Jewish like, sugar. You, you that did, like, wasn't me right now. That was a recording of me yeah. recording that. Phoenix goes. <laughs> yeah, that is too funny. Oh, holy shit. Uh, he asks for the drink that we heard. He goes into the bedroom, starts getting clothes out of there. He starts to hang up his m- bum clothes, and he just throws them on the ground because he's done with them. And then uh, I had flashbacks after this, Frank. What's that? Because he, he goes into the bathroom, and he kind of looks at himself in the mirror. And he pulls out the electric razor. And I'm like, watch out! Those things are chasing downstairs. <laughs> They'll get you. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! One of the one of the worst. Oh Jesus! Uh, this, on a string, on a string. Yeah, his razor is fancy because it, it removes makeup. <laughs> it doesn't shave hair; it just removes makeup. Yeah, he yeah he didn't use any uh, shaving cream. It was all makeup remover. Yeah. Well, his face is already creamed up with makeup, so yeah. There you go. Can we talk about what the fuck Wilma's wearing? Uh, dude, she was a she's like a mobster's dame. Bit, bit with bit, I don't know. I described it as a polka dot kimono dress. <laughs> oh, they always got to look like they're about to go to a club, right? In the, Japan, well, <laughs> you know, Rod and his you know symbolism of dress and wealth. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't come walking out with a big old handkerchief poke puffing out of the front of his uh, blazer. Yeah, they always have the, the neckerchief and the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, like, what was that episode where the, the actor and his wife is cheating on him out in the front yard with the pool boy, and he goes in there to his play, and he gets goes back in time 30 years? Uh, What? That's that's like the ultimate. You saw this episode with me, Frank. <laughs> You didn't like what? It. What the one who the guy who went after Lincoln? No, he goes back in time and like meets his old girlfriend and uh, 
buddy in the club and he leaves and they're all like actors remember they just kind of stare at him really creepily oh oh okay yeah yeah the troll with is it the troll with no troll with templeton uh, I was gonna say that, but I wasn't sure. I'm pretty sure Trouble's Trouble with Temple. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Temple. That's like yeah, that's okay. the ultimate example of the the super. Oh. I'm, I'm super rich business guy. Oh, I wear neckerchiefs all the time. He put on four layers of clothing, and I'm like, and I'm like, he's in Southern California. These people are jumping into a pool. This guy's putting on four layers, dude. <laughs> he put a smoking jacket over his smoking jacket. I know. <laughs> a vest and another shirt <laughs> and a vest. <laughs> I, I think his, his twink, as you called him, was dressing him. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the great hair guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a fun episode. And I, uh, let's talk about this one. Uh, yeah. Um, where are we at no. now? Yeah. So no, so after, after he freaks her out enough and then Nick Cage finally, you know, gets it through her skull that he's he's not who she thinks he is, but but the other guy so she yeah she's like oh my god and then they she's they start making i'm like it's not actually it's, it's a different body it's that's gotta be weird yeah it's a bit bizarre and yeah, when she tells him to leave he's sitting there he took the shoes off because he's about ready to take a shower he takes his shoes off and he's like what wait i'm a homeless guy where am i and then that's what she comes in and does that little speech that you played yep. and her line in there that i love is put on your shoes and get out of here and i was like what why would you you've already said that they're danes wouldn't you be like get the fuck out of here leave the shoes those are danes yeah exactly yeah i thought the same thing and then but dude i'm glad she did because we got that awesome (laughs) 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 i'm glad you are (laughs) stop it god that it's it's such a forced line to be like, can you put the the plot device back on? All right, and he's like, all right, and he puts put those and, dead man's shoes back yeah. on your feet. Are you saying Dane is dead, and those therefore those are dead man's shoes? Is that what you're saying? Just what are you saying, Mister? I haven't said a word yet. I'm just mumbling. <laughs> Every time I start to speak, you cut me off. I don't know what this. I'm sorry. I, uh, yeah, you don't let me. Uh, Okay, I, w- I was going to tell you he's he's dead and where to find his body, but fuck you. Did you just take your pants off? What's that? Did you just take your pants off? No, I have a. Uh, I'm sitting on a uh, cushion I bought at Walmart, and it's like a. It, it's like, you know, like the the gel soles of your feet for your lower back. Yeah. Well, this is kind of like that, but for your butt. It's I'm like, glad you told me the specifics that you got it at Walmart. <laughs> well, that's where I got it. Yeah, but but it was too far back, so I moved it up more. Yeah, it, it looks like the, the people listening will be able to hear that you you were clearly shifting around. But to me, it looked like you were just taking your pants off because you like. I guess it would be like. Yeah, you stood up and then you did this downward motion with both arms. I know. And you no, sat it was back pulling, down with a yeah, smile. It was. It was. It was, yeah, it was. It was pulling my donut back up. <laughs> That's a weird way to say it. Yeah, it's funny. It's not a donut, though. Yeah, no, it's for my lower back pain. It's not, I don't have prostate. You know, I don't have, uh, what do they call those in your ass? Hemorrhoids. That's it. Yeah, I don't have hemorrhoids. I have lower back problems. Yeah, so it's helped. It's helped. Especially because this this chair is from Staples, the lumbar, lumbar sport one. It's badass. 
Hell yeah. I like I like lumbar better. It sounds like a lumbar lumbar support. Yeah, it's a lumbar support. Uh, yeah, lower back chair thingy. Yeah. I'm lumbar from Kalel. Arriba <laughs> lumbar. Let me get my give me my sasson. All right. Um, so yeah, and then so after Superman he, from Mexico. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you were going with it, so I just kind of went there. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, what, what, I don't know what this one is. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Don't. And they start hooking up. Mm. I recorded. I figured I might as well play it. I don't know what it is. Who am I, baby? Dang. I hope it's the duet to break your arm line. Baby. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. What have you done with him? <laughs> what have you done with him? What have you done with him? <laughs> Smack. Now look. He smacks her. I have some it. unfinished business. He goes, but there's no sound effect. That was me laughing, just smacked. Yeah. She'll be here when I get back. Fucking every, music in this episode. Every, every time he talks, it's, it's I love it, dude. Da, 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 da. Wah, wah. I was he, hoping I had that line. She, he, she just freaking he comes over. Whoosh. Yeah. And he keeps like like aggressive with her, and then uh he at one point says, Do I have to break your arm? And then uh she, she seems really used to this kind of roller coaster. It doesn't. She's not very phased by it. She's kind of confused, but when she starts kissing her, she's like, eh, "All right, well, this is happening." <laughs> it's funny. Like she was a hundred percent. It is day and after she gets the bucket back. It was, oh, he must, shit, It must be day. He just beat the shit out of me again. <laughs> and the kiss. So I think he like has a tongue maneuver. Like he darts his tongue wildly in her mouth. Literally within three minutes of him being in this chick in, in this dame's house, right? To establish that I am your significant other, he let's see, he within a matter of three minutes uh, uh, tips her off about the drink, uh, kisses her violently, right, and then smacks her in the face really hard, <laughs> and then within those three minutes of those three things happening, she is. Holy shit, it's Dane. <laughs> and and keep in mind, this is going against the fact that he transitioned into another person <laughs> twice. I know. And she's still like, hey, fucking Dane. What do you want? Yeah, o- only Dane hits me like that. <laughs> yeah, that's Dane's backhand. <laughs> he always gets my cheek just right. <laughs> He does it without sound effects. That's my Danny. <laughs> he always he always hits me where I won't have a black eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just below. Right on the fat of the cheek. Yeah. That's Danny. That's yeah. Danny. I can always cover that up with makeup, no problem. <laughs> it's a black eye, that's a problem. Oh shit. That's too funny. I'm trying to remember the uh the makeup makeup uh, I made up for American. I think it was uh ignorance. <laughs> Igno rinse makeup for battered housewives. It's in one of the American episodes. <laughs> for some reason, I, yeah, that sounds sort of familiar. I don't know what which one it is. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, and then he goes down to the club, I think, after this. You know me? By reputation. Oh. Oh, I get it. Tequila with a lump of sugar, huh? That's, uh, it's kind of a funny coincidence. How's that? Well, I, uh, I had a good friend who drank the same stuff. What's your name? Kilroy. Look, buddy, when Mr. Daggett at? What's your business, Mr. Kilroy? Well, you Killing might say, uh, I'm kind of a messenger. I got a message for you, Bernie. Well, let's have it. Uh-huh. I uh, was given instructions to deliver this message privately. Well, it's a touchy matter. You know how it is. I'm amazed they're letting the music be this subtle in the background. Who's it from? Afraid I can't say. It's a nice place. Real nice. The, uh, the fellow that gave you this message. What do he look like? Oh, Bernie, my business is forgetting, not remembering. Mm -hmm. All right, messenger. Let's go. Da, 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 <laughs> they go off and what's gonna happen next? Sweet love. Oh man, it's, so much suspense. <clears throat> I love this mob boss because uh, Kilroy, as as we know him now, comes into that bar and he sits there and he stares at him, stares at the mob boss, and his henchmen are kind of you know, kind of like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then the mob boss eventually asks for him to come over, but the mob boss looks terrified this entire scene. <laughs> Like he's not a very good mob boss. No, he. Well, he. Well, I think as soon as it was pretty obvious as soon as he heard him, you know, order the weirdest dumb drink that nobody's ever ordered in the history of 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 ever. Yeah, uh, he, he went. Oh, I just killed that guy, so you know, he must be fresh on his mind. I just killed my business partner and took, you know, the the. You know, took took what he wouldn't sell. <laughs> yeah, but if you're if you're a mob boss, shit, you'd be like, I need to look strong in front of my men. I'll look perplexed instead of terrified, <laughs> utterly terrified. Well, it is. Well, it's, if I killed you and then you know so, somebody came up next to me, stared at me for thirty seconds, and then some, then it said something totally off the wall that only you would say, and that I know you would say. I'd be a little bit like freaked out, no matter what my position would be. Yeah, but that just means he, in your mind, the the guy you killed maybe hired somebody to do that. Not not he he stole his shoes and became him. You never know. <laughs> if that's the first thing that comes to your mind, you are batshit insane. Well, yeah, you, you, you have I, Paul's I, Troy disease. I am batshit insane. <laughs> I, I I I I am. Fully and utterly, like convinced that Michael Jackson's still alive. Yeah, that's true. So when you see uh, someone that's my boss out of shoes, he's like, "Yep, took his shoes, became him." That just makes sense. It's the only thing uh, that could possibly be here. It's got to be it. Yeah, I mean, the simplest answer is normally the correct answer. That's a that's a law of some sort. I, don't know, I forget what it's called, but I believe in it. And if and you think that's a simplest answer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. Something that can only happen in the Twilight Zone is the simplest answer. 
Yes. Well, in my okay, in my experience with my life experiences, yes, I I live in the goddamn twilight zone. Okay. Yep. I'm not gonna argue. I'm just I'm just asking. That's why I love the show so much. I relate so well. <laughs> Perfect. I do. Yeah. No, no follow ups. He should have known. He but he brings him into his office and they find a gun on him and I'm like he couldn't possibly have another one. Everyone knows once you find a gun, that's it. Yeah, because I only when, whenever I carry a gun into a situation, it's only one ever, never. Two. Yeah, especially especially if you think the guy's there to kill you, you find the gun that is easily found, and then that's it. Exactly. It's it's immoral to lie about having another gun. It just is. Uh, it really is. It really is. Can't trust mobsters. I mean, if you can't trust mobsters, who can you trust? What do I say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got. I don't know what the next is. Uh, I don't know if the next one's gonna translate. So you have his death speech because we'll get there. That's what it is. Yeah, the next um, one is his death speech. He like because Kilroy obviously knows all the trappings of this guy's office because apparently the guy has like guys hiding in walls behind paintings and in bookshelves <laughs> like like a horror movie like a like a murder mystery and so Kilroy's like bang bang and he shoots all these guys and he didn't know he had a new spot behind the bookshelf and then Kilroy gets shot and then he does the creepiest death speech ever yep yeah, good I really segue. do love this speech but uh, tell the Easter Bunny here I'd like my gun back afterwards mm-hmm all right, boys. Why does he come to Easter Bunny? Makes up gun. No for a reason at all. Well, well, well. How'd you get it clean so fast, Bernie? Uh oh. What? The rug. I understand blood's very hard to get out, isn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you what I'll do, Bernie. I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a guy who had a pretty nice thing going for him. Plenty of dough, plenty of action. Only he wasn't happy because he had a partner. That meant he couldn't be number one. Being number one was very important to him. So he offered to buy the partner out. When the partner refused to sell, they killed him. Right there. This is gonna be a long clip. It's a slick job. Yeah, but we're already like over a minute. Who are you? (laughs) Well, I told you. What? And uh, here's the message. You didn't think that'd work twice, did you? Ah, sucker! Third bookshelf charm. I'll be back, Bernie. And I'll keep coming back. Again and again. Sounds like Rod. I'll get you. It really does. So help me, I'll get you. Yep. That's not a thing you want to hear after you just murdered a man. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, a man you've never met before, but is total, knows everything about. You're, you're, yeah, you often your partner. <laughs> yeah, it's like a witch's curse. Exactly. Like a curse, your third 
you're, you're, you know, three generations down the line. I'm going to get, I'll get you. Not you directly, but I'll get your children. <laughs> like, I never now, understood that shit. See, what, what I imagine is going to happen is they're going to keep the body, right? And then his dame's going to be all, oh, you know, th- that was really weird. And then talk to, you know, his partner, right? They're going to figure out that the shoes, it was the shoes, so they're going to take the shoes and burn them. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to talk to the wife first. I think so. I told him to put on his shoes and get out of here, and he transitioned back. Okay, that's enough. Thank you. That's all I needed to know, those goddamn oh. dumb-looking shoes. Well, we're going to leave. I, I guess we should all smack you before we leave, because that's standard with this, this household. I mean, yeah. Well, one more full-time sake. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's like how Dane used to do it. <laughs> Whatever you just dropped on your desk sounded exactly like the drums in this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I think, I, uh, what is this? Got, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, here we go. There's an old saying that goes, if the shoe fits, wear it. But be careful. If you happen to find a pair of size nine black and gray loafers made to order in the old country... Be very careful. You might walk right into the Twilight Zone. Dun, dun, dun. That was oh. good timing. <laughs> ba, 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 da. So it's different every time you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have one last question. What's that? They kill the guy, as we heard. And then they drop the body off in the same alleyway. <laughs> I know. Basically on top of the original body. And then I realized at that point the mob boss is driving. And I'm like, what kind of fucking, again, what kind of mob boss does the dumping of the body? Uh, they must be so low level. Well, and what's funny is, and then we see another bum who moved into his, you know, spot. It was a fancy gay British guy. <laughs> oh god and then he takes the shoes so we have round three coming up here yeah, eventually we're gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> damn dane <laughs> yeah round the next time around they're like what's this bury the goddamn body thankfully in the next however hundreds or so episodes he never re- revisited this one <laughs> I it sucks because the interesting part about this episode is all at the very tail end of it. They spent so much time of the guy putting on the shoes and walking around and getting to the house and slowly getting ready. And then all the super interesting stuff of like that speech as like genuinely like it. It's all at the very like last two minutes of the episode. And you're like, oh, this took goddamn forever to get here. The payoff saved the episode for not being a total piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's fine for some of it. A lot yeah. of it's just like, okay, moving on. Hurry up, hurry up. And then it gets to the end. You're like, oh, that was interesting. Oh, it's over. The oh. smack like really yeah. really made it, it. It really put it into the seven mark for me. <laughs> the smack woke you up. <laughs> woke you up a little more than her. Just he just comes over. Don't 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 so if you put on a dead man's shoes you become the man 
and you change your personality. That's why I've dubbed this dubbed this episode Doctor Scholes and Mister Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I mean, I think it's really a testament just that you just don't uh, uh, put on used footwear. I've never done that before in my life. It's disgusting. Feet feet are nasty. And Especially without socks. I know. Oh, well, what, what were they made out of wood? He says the old country and the way he put them on, it's like snap, snap, like damn. Like, yeah, those things did not look comfortable. No, it almost looked like he needed a shoe horse to get in there. I wish when he took him off the dead body, <clears throat> we saw the dead body's feet and they were just like horribly mangled with blisters and cuts. Oh, so just like, God. Because that's what would fucking happen with those some shoes. fucking bunions up in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his pinky was like over the little guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's yeah. in there. He's doing this shit. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're like almost like combined, you know. You spread them apart and you smell that. You go, ooh, onions, you know. Yeah, he's hanging, the, the little piggy that we we all the way home is hanging out with the piggy that had none. It was like mashed together. It's like becoming one. The fucking nails grow into each other. Yeah, he's growing webbed feet because they're so tight and moist. <laughs> like, oh god, his feet are falling. That's how magical these shoes are. Yeah, that's why there's so much of his soul in there. Ah. <laughs> uh... Is that a shoe pun? Get it? it get it? His soul? soul? Yeah. I, you didn't mean it as a shoe pun. You, 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 you caught that after. Yes, I did. Yeah. So, I saw it come across your face. You fucking asshole. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, still, uh, I'm still claiming it was good, motherfucker. Was well, so good. When we do the editing, we'll, I'll, cut, I'll cut it out for you. Sure, right. Yeah, editing. <laughs> I won't replay it three times. Because <laughs> you can see me. See me go, <gasps> I just said something really good. <laughs> All right, fuck. I mean, are, are, are you editing in a commercial right now? <laughs> I'm going to edit it in before this. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, oh, that was a great commercial. Um yeah, it, I don't it, think you know what for this means, Frank. No, I don't at all. <laughs> Wasn't that a great commercial oh, eight minutes Mr. ago? Serling, perhaps no character in or out of fiction has had as much notoriety or publicity as the so-called Grim Reaper. Next week on the Twilight Zone, through the good offices of Mr. Earl Hamner, we present a unique uh -huh. story called The Hunt. Uh -huh. It concerns the demise of an old hunter and his dog. And this one we rather urgently Spoiler. recommend to people who have lost their senses of humor... And would like to recover same. Part of that is... As one of my kids says, there's a trillion, trillion ways of telling a story. But there's really only one way to tell the Chesterfield story, and that's simply to say that great tobaccos make a wonderful smoke. Try Chesterfields, <laughs> they satisfy. <laughs> he started off by talking about his kids. I know! What the fuck? I know, dude! I <laughs> that took a left turn I so know. quickly. I loved it. I went, what? <laughs> damn, oh, my God. Damn, Rod. I know that same as I tuck him in every night. Uh, Daddy, are you going to die of vicious throat cancer? Yes, Chesterfield right. cigarettes. <laughs> Good God. Well, my kids ask me, what, what, what's the cigarette I want best to kill me? I say Chesterfields. I say your mom doesn't make a cigarette, so Chesterfields will have to do. 
<laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! That, that was <laughs> the I can't believe. Dude, was that out of left field or what? Like, you, you, it just takes you by surprise. Like, wait, what did he say? Was that a commercial? Was that a plug? <laughs> I thought he was reading a like telling a story about like the the writing of it still, like, like of the episode. Like, like my children, I saw, and then I, I went through down. You know, this is how I read this. this is how I read this? But nope, cigarette ad. Yeah, and and you hear him go. Takes a big old drag and shit, and, and dude, that was like that was more left field than this was when I heard it. Remember, the mentally ill need your help, not criticism. Learn how. Write <laughs> better mental health, Box Three Thousand, New York One, New York. Yeah, I still like, don't know what that means. Me neither, but I love it. Learn how. Learn how what? L- learn. Learn how to not call the mentally ill fucking mentally ill. I guess. <laughs> Stop calling retards retards, please. But he they, doesn't say that. I don't he, like it. Well, he's being, you know, he's 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 saying how he you you know how he 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 obviously took the course. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Learn how. <laughs> Learn how to not be a dick. <laughs> God, that Chesterfield ad was amazing. I want to keep replaying that. I'll play it one more time. It's, it's awesome. I'm also going to play another clip of you realizing the pun afterward, right here. All and right, we're, and we're back. Yeah, you know, it's always good to get a good laugh out of my idiocy. <laughs> but it, it, dude, it was still gold. I don't care what you say, <laughs> whether I meant, idi- whether I meant idiocy. it or not. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't idiocy. It was just funny watching your face light up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and then this left turn. Remember this? Yeah. And now, Mister Serling. Perhaps no character in or out of fiction has had as much notoriety of grim recover same. As one of my kids says, there's a trillion, trillion ways of telling a story. But there's really only one way to tell the Chesterfield story, and that's simply to say that great tobaccos make a wonderful smoke. Try Chesterfields, they satisfy. That is so no, uh, such a non sequitur. I don't understand how he got there from there. There's a trillion, trillion stories my kids always like to hear me talk about but Chesterfield's the only true story I guess so it's it's makes the, no sense the South Park South Park underpants gnome where it's like step one steal underwear step two and they shrug step three <laughs> money <laughs> like, just nothing in the middle and it's like I'll fill it in later it'll make sense later and they never got to it <laughs> yeah I love, I love that South Park Ha. <laughs> 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 <sighs> So oh my next week, the hunt, and by next week we don't. You can just listen to it right after this. Yeah, it's coming right after this, guys. So yeah, but and what we're gonna do it just yeah, like you're hit. Yeah, yep. Next week, you didn't say a word there. You didn't say it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you cut yourself off. Yep. I just stopped. That's all right. <laughs> all right, Frank. Um, plugs, plugs. Let's get some plugs. It's a double L N K Z on Twitter. RedDragonsRadio.com, and for this, it's uh, at LIW, the TZ Review on Twitter. And I'm at LIWStudios.com, Loitering Wonderland on YouTube. We're at, you know, get us an email, LoiteringWonderland at gmail.com. And, oh, um, I remember this one time I was, I was in the hospital with a, a family member, and they're, they're, it's their last breath, and they're like, there's a trillion ways I could tell you how I love you, but there's only one way. Smoke a Chesterfield.
Chesterfield cigarettes. Chesterfield cigarettes. <laughs> there, we got two this ads. We got two we ads. You. Well done, Chester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like Ned. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, the hunt. We'll be back to hunt. Aren't you excited? I can't wait. So, so robotic. <sighs> so not Frank. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Clementine. Thanks, sweet, sweet. So long, citizens. <laughs> <laughs>